In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We continue on with the return of Deshaun Watson. Let's let's set the stage for the entire game, Daryl, because as we were doing the pregame show, I was uh, shocked at what I was seeing about no cars in the parking lot for tailgating. Virtually nobody there an hour, 90 minutes before the game. Um, absolutely no atmosphere. And once we got into the game, I think there were more fans than I expected, but I don't know if they were all sitting on the one side of the camera or not. So, um, I, and it just seemed to me like it was a hollow house of football on a Sunday where, you know, maybe you went to go see Deshaun Watson and maybe you didn't, or maybe you just wanted to watch the end. I, I don't know. It was a very, you know, um, who was I'm trying to think? Um, is it McLean, the, the beat writer from Houston? Um, yeah. McLean. Yeah. Yeah, he had said earlier, and I think he said on the pregame show too, that he expected this game to be like a combined scrimmage from the preseason and yep. that there was a lot of apathy towards what's going on with the Texans right now. Oh, and you, you could kind of tell. And uh, the hostile environment that we were all expecting never really materialized. Um, I don't know if CBS killed their crowd mics or whatever. Um, I I did not hear any booing through my television. For uh, for Deshaun Watson, I heard no booze in the uh, post game press conference. They were talking about it, remember? And then Deshaun said after the game, he goes, "I mean, I, I played in South Carolina, man. It's not like, yeah, you know, th- uh, okay. that was hostile too." Yeah, so um, got that aspect out of it, uh, out of the way, done and over with. Um, he's got to go to Cincinnati next. He'll have road games at Washington and Pittsburgh as well. Uh, I anticipate the Pittsburgh one will probably be the most hostile of them all. Although um, uh, I I don't know how much Steeler fan can say, considering the quarterback that they had who retired faced some even more severe accusations than what Deshaun Watson was uh, accused of. So they may be uh, preparing to throw the uh, stones at the same glass house that they cheered for, uh, for years and years and years. Um, That said, um, you know, I, I never really thought, even if it was, um, a, a you know, a very vocal negative atmosphere, I didn't think that that was what was going to throw Deshaun off his game. It was going to be the layoff. And he admitted after the game, he felt every single one of those days off, uh, 700, you know, between his last two, uh, NFL starts and, uh, you know, hopefully um, this gets better now as the weeks go on and, and he gets back into some semblance of a rhythm. But he just basically proved everything I had been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks, whether it's been on this podcast or uh, on our station, when I, I have been trying to temper people's enthusiasm, not, not, because, of the, not because of a hating on Deshaun, but just like, hey, it, 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 there's a reality to this thing. And I have to say, though, the reality was a lot uglier than I than even I thought it was going to be. I didn't think he was going to look that incredibly bad. I mean, he was throwing ground balls to wide open receivers. 
Like you know, it's it now. Some of the ground balls came as a result of him avoiding pressure and in flows of plays and things like that, which happened. But when it's you got plenty of time to square up and let it rip, and you're you still bounce one in there. Yeah, I mean that's gonna take him some time to work out. And what's interesting to me, and this will be something that hopefully. Uh, I'll be able to ask him on Wednesday, uh, assuming that <clears throat> I continue to progress here <laughs> medically. Right. Uh, that um, you know what it what was the di- the difference in the throwing mechanics? Because in practice, everything looks real so smooth and beautiful, and and, and that, and then all of a sudden you get to the game, and it, you know the ball is going straight into the ground on you, and by then he will have had time to examine the game film and and uh, get a little bit of a mechanical breakdown uh, of how that went. But 12 of 22 for a buck 31 and a pick. That, like I said, that is one of the all-time worst quarterback performances since 1999 for Deshaun. How about the rating? I, I don't know that I've seen a rating that 53.4. Hey, Which, you know I what? Kyle Allen's was the same, wasn't it? His was 53.5. Thank oh, you very much. I'm sorry, Kyle Allen, for dissing. Kyle Allen also threw for two bills, 201 with a touchdown and two picks. And he completed 20 pass, 20 of 39 passes. You want to know how disgusting this game was? It, okay. Daryl, how disgusting was this game? Third down conversions. The Cleveland Browns, 4 of 13. The Houston Texans won a 12. Someone find me a trash can to up Chuck into. Because <laughs> that is just, that is disgustingly awful for, the, for both. The Browns were bad. The Texans were worse on third down, if that was, believe it or not, possible. Here, you want to play another fun one? We can do this one. Uh, let's play how the drive went. Ready? Yeah. Uh, for the Browns. Punt, fumble, interception, safety, punt, punt, end of half. Punt, punt, field goal, punt, field goal, end of game. I'd have to say the end of halves uh, possessions might have been the most productive of the entire afternoon. Uh, Four plays, 18 yards on their first of two tries towards the end of the half. and But that was a, a whopping 50-second drive. And then the 11-second drive, which I'll never understand what happened at the end of the first half. Like, I, I don't understand. What was Kevin thinking? Like, are you going for it? Or you're not, are you hoping that Kareem rips off a big run here and then maybe you'll have a shot for a field goal? Or how about just take a knee and let's go to locker room. You're up 7-5. He was caught. And then you can bring your closer in or or try to set up your bullpen for the second half. 7-5. What kind of score is that? 7-5. So when he brought Jacoby Brissett on for that third and one, is it bad for me to say that I kind of wish he left Jacoby in? Well, that would take us back to the beginning of the show. I think I think Bronze Therapy Monday is going to be a lot of, hey, yeah, they won, but, man, Jacoby looks a lot better than he did. Why wouldn't they stay with that? And I'll be like, you want to take a look at the contract they just signed him to? Do you want to see all the draft picks they gave up? And It's about money. It's it, not well, about winning. It's about money. Well, and this is a – let's be honest about it. This season is a failure, uh, barring a, a miracle down the stretch. Um, and so it's all about using these six games remaining to get all that rust knocked off of him. That that's what this is going to be about down the stretch, Andy. Now, if, if they beat 
Cincinnati next week, which if Deshaun plays the way he did uh, Sunday in Houston, that's not going to happen. There's no chance that happens. But it, it, just for sake of discussion, if they beat that and they and they get the six and seven, well, things now start to change, right? And now everyone's like, oh, we'll see. Now they're legit in the hunt, and then they're a win away over the Ravens from getting back to five hundred, and they really position themselves for a late December, early January uh, run. Look, I don't think any of that's going to materialize. Uh, I, I don't view them as a serious playoff contender, and I don't think that's what the rest of this season is going to be about. I think that they're going to probably finish with the same record they did last year, and that's eight and nine, and they're going to be on the outside uh, looking in once again. But four and two down the stretch is, 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 a, is pretty good to go into the offseason with, considering where you were, how how everything's playing? Who knew though? Like, I, you know, I, I kept making the joke about well, unless Deshaun can play some defense and special teams, it's not really going to matter what what happens when he returns. Well, I guess that's all it took for the defense and the special teams to play like they give to you know what's because they did on Sunday. They, I mean, they played like they cared, and um, it's it's hard. It's not fair to think this way, and I want to preface this by saying that I recognize how unfair it is to think this way, but one of my thoughts was, where was this type of effort on, on, in those two phases when Jacoby Brissett was on the field? Where, where was that focus? Where was that energy? Where was that uh, whatever else you want to call that? Two um, words, Jets, Chargers. Yeah, like, and, and, how, and, and how much drastically different would this season be? if those were two victories instead. And I know I'm going back into the ifs and buts and candy and nuts jar, but it's a lot of fun to do. And hindsight is always 2020, but um, look, it's, it's great. The defense and special teams stepped up and this is two straight games. Now that the defense has played very well. That is now four games this season in which you can say the defense has played very well. And uh, yeah. Um, if this continues, going to be really hard for an organization right now that's craving stability. It's going to be really, really hard, I think, for them to uh, to make changes. I agree with you. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Um, I'll give you this when we come back here. We're going to talk about the word that we're not allowed to talk about on the show, and I'll give you percentages about the word we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, Daryl just put his head through the computer. It's always game day in Cleveland.